When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and today I've got a subject that I'm really thrilled to cover, and she is just a bright light, and I'm really excited to talk about her life and career. But before we get into that, let's start with our In the News segment. Big news story of the past seven days. This is very exciting. The Prince and Princess of Wales will attend the second annual Earthshot Prize Awards in Boston this week. And the prize was founded by Prince William in partnership with the John F. Kennedy Library Foundation in 2020. It is described as being the world's most prestigious and ambitious environmental prize. This is via JFK Library. So I'm very excited to tune into that. I believe they are live streaming it and I will be watching. And next up, our inspiring clip of the week. One of the inspiring notes. Because of our subject this week, I'm going to insert a clip here of Maria Shriver's commencement remarks at the University of Michigan. So much of what used to be called normal is out the window, and that is actually your gift. In fact, this uncertain moment that you and our world are facing, it's an incredible opportunity for you. And those fears you may be feeling, they're actually a window into your own bravery. And this moment that we are all in, this is a moment for the brave. Graduates, you are not here to do a repeat of your parents' lives or other famous Michigan grads. You are here to live your wildly authentic lives. And it's your authenticity, your determination, your creativity, and your imagination that our society needs most at this very moment. You are the generation that gets to reimagine how we will work, how we will live, and how and who we will love. You get to rebuild our institutions. You get, thank God, to reimagine and rethink our politics. And you get to redefine what success actually looks like and what it means. You get to show the world and each other how to live lives of meaning, belonging, and purpose. So how do you do all this? By really getting to know yourself, by making trusting yourself your top priority. Now that you have a degree in business or psychology or the arts, get a master's in you. Commit to being a lifelong learner of you. Because as this world shifts, and it will, so will you. So get curious about your fears. Get to know what's hiding behind them and beneath them. Poke them, prod them, and test them. See fear as your great teacher and your lifelong companion instead of your enemy. And for our recommendation segment. Of course, then we would recommend it. I'll be recommending Maria Shriver's I believe her latest book, if not one of her latest books, it is I've Been Thinking Reflections, Prayer, and Meditations for a Meaningful Life. So I will insert a link in the description of this episode. Go get a copy for you or maybe even as a holiday gift for someone else. 
Okay, so this week we are going to be talking about the life and career of Maria Shriver. Now, there are still a lot of very relevant people from the Kennedy family in many ways, and Maria Shriver is definitely one of them. She is just, to me, so inspiring, a beacon of just hope and love and positivity, and she, you can tell, cares to spread that around. I don't know. I just really, really, really like her. And her daughter, Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt, too, I believe, is following her in her mother's footsteps of being that way as well. She has a lot of fans. A lot of people really like her. So I wanted to talk about her a little bit. It won't be a super long episode, but it'll be a good little chat. This week's sources are Britannica, SergeantShriver.org, TheGuardian.com, TheWomen'sAlzheimer'sMovement.org, NBCNews.com, Huffington Post, CNN, Variety, and CaliforniaMuseum.org. So let's get started. Maria Shriver is the daughter of Eunice Kennedy Shriver, who is the sister of President Kennedy and founder of the Special Olympics as well. We've talked about her before. And Sergeant Shriver, who is the co-founder of the Peace Corps, architect of the War on Poverty, the U.S. Ambassador to France, and 1972 Democratic Vice Presidential nominee. Now, I have spoken about Sergeant before in many episodes, but I need to do a full episode on him, and that is on my list to do in the new year. Stay tuned for that. Anyway, she comes from some very successful and very inspiring parents, as you can tell. What's fascinating about Maria is a lot of her adolescence was actually spent in Paris, but she lived in Chicago in 1968 and then permanently returned to the U.S. in 1970 for high school and subsequently college. She graduated from Georgetown University with a B.A. in American Studies in 1977. Maria has had a lot of success as a television journalist. She started off as a writer and producer for KYW, but then she moved on to the Baltimore-based show Evening Magazine. And in 1983, she became a co-anchor for CBS Morning News. And in 1986, she became a correspondent and anchor for the news program Main Street. And then in 1987, she began co-anchoring the Sunday edition of Today on NBC before becoming a correspondent for Dateline. I will insert a clip of her being an anchor (laughs) right now. From NBC News, this is Sunday Today for September 20th, 1987 with Maria Shriver and Boyd Matson. Good Sunday morning to all of you. I'm Maria Shriver. And I'm Boyd Matson. Welcome to the first edition of Sunday Today. Boyd and I will be here every week to bring you the latest news, sports, and weather. We'll also have some stories that are a bit off the beaten track. We hope you'll enjoy them. We'd like to become a companion to your Sunday paper, a regular part of your morning routine. And here are some of the stories we'll be covering in our electronic paper today. In 2004, she actually resigned from the show, but she eventually returned to NBC as a women's correspondent in 2013. And throughout her career, she's interviewed tons of notable individuals, including George Bush, Hillary Clinton, Fidel Castro. And in recognition of her work as a journalist, she has won an Emmy and a Peabody Award. Very, very accomplished in the field. Maria has also made contributions to the media beyond her reporting by founding Shriver Media, which produces documentaries, films, and a podcast, and publishes books. Now, I'm not going to get into every single project that she's done because she's done a lot. She's also written numerous books, including children's books, and she's a seven-time New York best-selling author. So go check out her author pages. She has some really, really good books. Now, let's back up a little bit and talk about her relationship. Maria met Arnold Schwarzenegger at a celebrity tennis match in 1977. And it was actually the Robert F. Kennedy Tennis Tournament. And then they started dating shortly after. They ended up tying the knot in 1987 in a Catholic ceremony in Hyannisport, Massachusetts. Very Kennedy-like. And they have four children together, Catherine, Christopher, Patrick, and Christina. 
I need to do a whole podcast on what I'm about to talk about, but I'm just going to do an overview here. But through her marriage to Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger, she became the First Lady of California between the years of 2003 and 2011. In her role, she focused on poverty reduction, promoting volunteering, and raising awareness of the contributions made by women, including through the Minerva Awards and the Women's Conference. Now, you guys heard a clip of this before, but during her commencement address at the University of Michigan, she described her fear of undoing the legacy of the Kennedy family by serving in a Republican administration. However, she still asserted her allegiance to the Democratic Party by attending conferences and endorsing Barack Obama for president in 2008. Another topic that I may do an episode on in the future, I'm not sure, but I'm going to kind of glaze over it here. A lot of us know all about this, probably, if you're a Kennedy enthusiast. But Maria and Arnold were actually separated in 2011, and irreconcilable differences were cited in the divorce. But it was later revealed that infidelity on Schwarzenegger's part was central to the split. And very interestingly enough, the divorce was not finalized until 2021, very recently. I'm going to insert a clip here that I really thought was a very positive and good answer to a question that she was asked about divorce. And I also want to note that it looks as though on social media and whatnot, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver do get along for the sake of their children or just in general, I'm not sure, but they are all in family photos together quite often and both spend time with their grandchildren and all the things. Yeah. I like when you talk in there, too, that you used to think divorce was a sin. Right. Now you see everybody forging their own path. My parents got divorced after 40 years of marriage, and Whoa. it really has made me less yeah. judgy. I wow. always thought you stay married. This is what you do. And I've learned to be more open to everybody's different path. Well, that's what I've certainly learned in life. I grew up uh, in a very kind of strict Catholic household. And I think, you know, I was raised with a judgmental God, and I don't believe in that anymore. Mm -hmm. I believe that all religion is based in love. And the less judgmental we are across our life, the better we are. The less we get into other people's business, the less we comment. And I think that's kind of contrary to what we're seeing on social media, yeah. where everybody has a thought, everybody has a comment. And so oftentimes it's negative. I try to say to my kids all the time, try to rise above, don't read comments, figure out how you can be loving, open, compassionate. That's your job. And, you know, we never know what people's lives are like. We can't judge their choices and their road. Now, one of the things that's really inspiring to me is Maria is an advocate for brain health, an issue which is particularly close to her heart due to her father's diagnosis and death from Alzheimer's. My great-grandmother passed away from Alzheimer's, and I completely understand what a horrible disease it is, and I love that Maria is such an advocate for brain health. And her work for Alzheimer's has actually earned her a Lifetime Achievement Award from the Alzheimer's Association. She founded the Women's Alzheimer's Movement due to the disproportionate impact that the disease had on women. She is also Cleveland Clinic's strategic partner for women's health and Alzheimer's, and she wrote the children's book, What's Happening to Grandpa, to explain the disease to a younger children, which I think is phenomenal. She has also executive produced Academy Award and Emmy Award winning programs and films, Still Alice, which I love that movie, even though it's so sad, and The Alzheimer's Project. She also launched the brain health brand Mosh to educate people about what they eat and drink and how it relates to their brain health. And I do believe she did that in partnership with her son, Patrick Schwarzenegger. And very much like her mother, Eunice Kennedy Shriver, Maria is an advocate for people with intellectual disabilities. She's a member of the International Board of Special Olympics, which Eunice founded in 1968, as we have talked about before. If you have not listened to that episode, go back and listen. And the ice cream company Love & Scoopful, which she founded with her brother Tim, donates 25% of its profits to the organization. 
Additionally, she has worked to ensure that individuals with intellectual disabilities were hired in the Capitol and other offices within the U.S. government during her time as First Lady in California. Now, she not only honors her mother's legacy, but she also honors her father's legacy by executive producing the documentary American Idealist, The Story of Sergeant Shriver, which explored his visions and achievements. And furthermore, she's a member of the advisory board for the Sergeant Shriver Peace Institute. This is not actually in my notes, and it's very recent, but I wanted to note and promote that she and her daughter Christina worked together and produced a new project that actually just released called Take Your Pills Xanax. It's on Netflix if you're interested in taking a look. All in all, Maria Shriver has, as one of the many Kennedy family members that does do this, she took hold of that call to public service that their family has, and I think it's incredibly inspiring. She uses her platform for good every single day of her life, and I think it's phenomenal. I think she does a, a wonderful job of it, and as I said before, I think she's just a beacon of light. I can't wait to see what she continues to do in her life and career. There are a lot of things within this episode that I will dive deeper in as time goes on. A reminder for anybody that's new here, uh, this podcast is solely about the Kennedys in every capacity. So I do do some overviews of people that are kind of like bullet points like I did today, but I go in and dissect parts of people's stories way more in depth as well. So you get a, a variety of topics here and a variety of stories. And yeah, I, I will cover all of it. The good thing about this podcast, it is solely focused on one family and I've got a lot to cover and I will cover all of it at some point in time. I always encourage you guys go do more research for yourself and I would love to see anything you find. Okay, guys, this is my last episode of the year. I'm going to take December off, spend time with my family. I've got a lot of podcast planning to do and things to do that I'm going to take the time and do. So I want to thank you guys so much for an incredible year. I could almost get teary if I really think about it. The people I have spoken to, the connections I have made, talking to you guys when you chat with me, anything. It's just, this is a dream come true job and I'm beyond thankful for it really and truly. I want to take a second and thank Anya for the research that she did for this episode and many others before it. She is my research intern and she and I piece these episodes together, but she is a huge part of what puts it together and I'm so grateful. So I can't do the show without giving her a shout out on the work that she does for every single episode. So thank you so much, Anya. Also, guys, even though I'm not going to be posting podcast episodes, go follow me on Instagram. I'm going to a few events in the next coming weeks that I believe you guys will want to see pictures from. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm, I'm very excited for a few events that are going to be very exciting, and I will talk about them in the new year. But if you want to keep up in the meantime, go to Instagram, follow me at Kennedy Dynasty, or you can follow me on Facebook as well. I'm more so on Instagram, but I do post to Facebook quite a bit. So if you're more of a Facebooker, Go on there. I will post the photos and stuff there, but you can keep up to date with my stories and everything over on Instagram. I hope you guys have a wonderful, beautiful, fantastic holiday season. Also, I want to tell you, I've already got some interviews lined up for January that are exciting. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss when I come back in January. Tell your friends, tell your family, give them the gift of Kennedy Dynasty this holiday season. That was probably cheesy. I don't know. Anyway, so grateful for you all as always. And I will talk to you next year <laughs> that feels weird to say but it's not that far away okay bye come on and vote for kennedy vote for kennedy keep america strong kennedy he just keeps rolling up kennedy he just keeps rolling up kennedy he just keeps rolling along vote for kennedy the Korean War has sadly been known as the Forgotten War, but half a century earlier, 
The United States is locked in a bloody conflict in Asia that's been all but erased from the history books. Hi, I'm Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast on the Evergreen Podcast Network. In our newest episode, we speak to experts about the Philippine-American War, America's first Asian counterinsurgency conflict. The heroes, the villains. We'll discuss President McKinley, Admiral Dewey, the vicious brutality of the fighting and the scandals and war crimes that nearly sunk Theodore Roosevelt's presidency. Check out our show, Ohio vs. the World, on the Evergreen Podcast Network for our new episode about America's most forgotten war. Now back to the show. Hey 